Hey, Danny, how are you, my Hello, boy? Hello, my friend. Been a couple of weeks. A lot's <laughs> happening here. I mean, I just look at you and I think you poor little man stuck in the grind, driving in traffic, <laughs> stuck in work day to day. Hello, employees. Yes, I'm the boss. Sit down, send email. Me, me, me. Look, yes, I'm a working class man and I'm out here. I'm just living la vida loca. I don't think that's uh, what they say in Italy, to be completely honest. Um, mate, am I picking up a, a little twang? You would be. In your voice? You would be picking up is a little that, Italian is that twang. A little, is that a little Italian well, twang? Yeah. Well, till, sometimes you come here and you would pick up a twang. That is correct. Mate. Yeah, not sure if that's appropriate. Mate, by the way, do we want to address the fact that, you know, sort of we were recording the podcast as normal. All of a sudden, you know, you just fly away to Italy, not really telling anyone where you're going or give us any indication of when you're coming back. Do you want to talk about that or just? completely ignore uh, that for the now, audience. I think the, the thing we will do here is we'll always keep people on their toes. Now, I think we both agree yeah, okay. that we promise a lot of things and we don't normally do most of it. So sometimes we'll just stop recording for a couple of weeks just to just cause. Yeah, we'll... we'll. That's a great, great way to engage the community, and I suppose that's where GMZ's at as a as a community. But priority pick, I've been watching a lot of content for you all, but no, I've missed you, mate. I bloody missed you. It's good to be back. It's good to be chatting. And um, I might just say this, for example, the fact that, yes, you haven't been on the podcast, mm. but my Lord, you have been vocal on uh, social media. Yep. You have made a couple of, yep. I don't know what it is, maybe you've been away and you've just sort of thought, you know what, fuck everyone. And you just thought, I'm going to listen, make as many enemies as possible uh, back home. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to start just absolutely tearing down the Australian media landscape. And my friend, I think you're doing yeah, that. Me and Caroline Wilson just go on to town, everyone. We've teamed up. We've formed a partnership. And we've said, you know what? Time to bring every journalist down. No, mate, there's something in the Italian water here. I don't know what's happening. I think I joined the mob last night. Like I had a few beers and one thing led to another. And then we're in a dark alley trying to knock someone off. So I'm not really sure what's happening over here. Here, but there's a lot happening. I'm just a passionate supporter of sport and people, okay? And I think that sometimes gets the better of yeah. me. So I apologize. I haven't insulted you yet, but I'm sure that's coming. It's coming. You do realize as well, you know, you're only over there for a little bit longer. It's not like you've sort of, you are actually going to be coming back and living in this city. So has that crossed your mind that you will actually be coming back and you're going to have to sort of run into a few of the people you've been sort of talking about while you've been overseas? Not yet. Is that going to, is that sort of, is that coming to you? Is that coming to your head yet to the fact that we will be just commencing life as it was before you went away and, yeah, you, you're going to have to probably face some music on a few of those things? Oh, not now really. Now that you mention it, I haven't really thought about that, so I will be coming home to a lot of burnt bridges. If we can get, you know, the CFA out there to put those bridges out, that'd be awesome. But no, thank you for reminding me of that. Maybe I'll do an apology video on the flight back home, which I am back I reckon, next Monday. So. so you've been living over there in Europe for a while now. What's it like living overseas? Mate, it's great. Um, the locals have made me feel like one of their own, you know. <laughs> I walk down the street and they cheer me on and I've, you know, I showed them a few of my highlights. They said, listen, I am the Messi of essentially the Australian Football League. I've retired here to enjoy my retirement. And they say, mate, you're a legend. They try to carry me down the street, but obviously I'm six, seven, 100 kilos and they're the Italians, they're quite short in stature, so that didn't really work. But we keep trying every afternoon. We keep trying to put me on their shoulders and walk down the streets as they rejoice. So I'm loving it, mate. I'm loving it. And how, how was your trip? You went overseas. You went to Cobram Estate. I'm guessing that was similar. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it was. It was similar. I actually flew one. a private jet. It was very awkward for me just being, you know, an associate of yours. And I, as you would, as you would know, and I'm sure you, you definitely agree. You know, I definitely don't make excuses for you. I say, hey, don't talk about my friend like that. Yes, he's tall. He's ugly. He says some things. He's got anxiety, and he definitely, he definitely is a. He's a good guy that I agree with everything he says. And don't, hey, Gary, don't talk about Dan like that. That's not cool. So I was definitely backing you Thank up, mate. You. I wasn't talking shit about you with all those guys over there. So don't, no Thanks, stress man. on all on that one. But yeah, so, you know, you're in Italy doing it there. I'm in um, Victoria here hanging out with, uh, you know, GL, Gary Lyon, Nick Rewalt, Rick, uh, Eric <laughs> no. Banner. Wow. Another guy I was with. Yeah. Fev. Yeah, Fev. Fev. Gee, was, I tell you what, if Fev. Starts giving out any more goal advice down here, mate. I'm going to spew. Um, Fev, you, you kicked 114 years ago, mate. Okay, relax. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to say, and you didn't even kick 100, Fev. You kicked 99. All right, mate. So relax. Oh, okay, that's great. I kicked three on the G once. All right, I'm just a, I'm just as qualified to give out goal kicking advice True. as you are. So let's speak about the Blues just off the top, mate. Mm. There's everyone. Everyone left, right, and centre has been given Harry advice on how to kick goals. What, what do you think? What, what's got to happen? Well, it, goal kicking's—it's a simple thing, deal. You know, you know, we spend some time in the system, and and every session, you and I, you'd you'd ping him at me, and you, as you know, I'd be like Rick Rewall. I'd come out and take him out in front of the eyes, and I'd go back and I'd go through my routine, and I'd say, "Listen, this routine isn't going to change. It's going to stay the same, even if no. I miss." If I kick him, I'm gonna I'm gonna clunk him like a Rick Rebolt. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna pick a target behind the goals, and I'm gonna run towards that target, and I'm gonna put the goal through. Look, Harry, there must be a lot of messages going through poor Harry's head because he doesn't know which goals which at the moment. The poor fella. But I do feel for him. I mean, you can't win. You miss. It's actually bad now. It's got to a point where if he misses his first shot of the game, what look out? Like it's a bad day. So I do feel for the big fella. It's hard at the moment. We love H. We love big H. Man, hope that he can. Get yeah, right. Um, mate, the Blues are in turmoil ever since you left. There's a bit going on down the club. I'm sure you're aware of it. But, um, oh, is it? The board. The board's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, you'd, you'd be surprised, mate, if you haven't heard about it over there. There's a bit going on. Hasn't um, reached these waters yet. at the moment. So, nah. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, there's there's bits and pieces happening there. So, yeah, right. The board. Um, board's it's, falling uh, apart. It's all going on. Just to, just to update. <laughs> oh, the, board, the board's falling apart again. No leadership. We need to look into that. We definitely need to look into that. And who would have thought a bunch of blokes with you know way too much money disagreeing with each other? That's that's incredible. Yeah, no, I think um Cripper he's actually going to sleep at the club tonight. So if any journalists want to report about that, that's where he's going to stay tonight. We do love Cripper. Also, oh, just God, um mate. this is just a side note. Just want to say on the flight over here, my skin was feeling so energetic thanks to L'Oreal Paris Ben's hydrating oh. moisturizer. <laughs> yeah. I know you. I know you can see me through the camera here, but jeez, it feels great. I was about to say something. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you do look really good because before you left and before you started using that L'Oreal Paris moisturizer, mm. you were so ugly. Thank you. I remember I used to say to you, oh, man, your face is so ugly. Thank you. But then you started using that and you look really good. Thank you, mate. I just wanted to get that out there. That was nothing to do with the sponsorship thing we have in place. I just wanted to say that it feels great and I'm so bloody happy it was on my skin. So thank you, L'Oreal Paris Men's Hydra Energetic yeah. Moisturizer. And would you <laughs> just, just rant? Like, I don't know if you would or not, but would you recommend it? I recommend. Dylan, I've been going down to the pharmacies down here in Italy and saying, where is my L'Oreal Paris Men's Hydra Energetic Moisturizer? Because I can't see it, and they just come out with a bowl of pasta. I say that's not moisturizer; that is pasta. I've had enough pasta and bread. Please stop it. So no, it's great. Yeah, I know you didn't want to tell us that you were leaving the country. Like within four days of you actually just you know leaving, you let us mm. know. But what were you actually going there for? Recruitment, believe it or not. 
out here. It's uh, I know I'm not the uh, the ground speaker anymore. Obviously, I got sacked from that job. I'm not allowed on the board of Carlton, so I'm over here doing some recruiting, some some uh, some big Italian men over here, which I'm trying to find. So haven't found any yet. A little bit distracted with the scenery and the weather, but we will get there. We'll find a big big coach or something like that. I don't know what we're going to find over here. Hey, for all those uh, like we are in all seriousness, we are fans of Wanderlust, mm. and you know what it's like when you get overseas. It's just it feels incredible when you have an open mind on things. Has anything sort of been clear for you over there? Have you sort of had an epiphany of what you're going to do with maybe one of your, your businesses? You've got yeah. Dan Does Footy. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Big Pin Hunters. <laughs> you've got Sippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... <laughs> you've got yeah, there's a bit happening. You got a few. Over there's there, a bit so, happening. It's all. So it's, have you? De- yeah, there's there's a lot happening. There is. Have you decided anything sort of with those and yes, what you might be doing with it? Yeah, it's all been those? clear to me now. Shut them all down. Time to shut up shop. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think we just we we exit out if we can. We try and gather what we can in terms of royalties and what I'm owed, and we just shut it up. Um, I'm, I think that's the best way to go. So everything's clear. I might move to Italy for one, mate. I've become one of the country here. I'm going to Rome today. Have you been to Rome? I have. Recommendations for me to do anything there? Go to the Coliseum. <laughs> that's about it. Okay, thanks. I'll do the I'll do the most touristy thing ever. Thank you so much. Yep. So no, we're over here celebrating birthdays. Anna's thirtieth. Uh, uh, my father-in-law's soon to be father-in-law's. He's seventieth. So we had a, a great time there. I am coming home, which um, I'm sure the journalists and the AFL landscape stoked that I'll be coming home. But also bigger news than all that is that somehow. Our producer Sam's kicked seven in the Vatha and he's put it in the run sheet. Yes, he's just added that in the run sheet. No, I didn't. I, I wouldn't have approved of that if I'd have seen it in there. But um, now that we're talking about it, Big Espo's kicked seven, which to be honest, it doesn't matter what league you're playing in. Seven, seven. Seven is. I would actually say that if we can go back to like earlier before about maybe some goalkeeping advice down at uh, Carlton, is it worth, is there any merit in sending Sam down to Icon Park to have a one-on-one with Harry. I think he should. He's kicked seven straight in the Vaffa. True, true. I think we get Sam down there, obviously take the mirrors down there as well or pick them up. I don't know where the mirrors are at the moment, but get Sammy down there. A bit old S-Bone, the old goal-kicking S-Bone to kick a yeah. few with Harry. Him and Rev. Is there is there anything in it that maybe Harry just needs some glasses like Sam? Yeah, yeah true. That, could that be? Is Because Sam... When he plays footy, he straps his glasses onto his head. Is Harry strapping his ankles? He straps his no, I don't know. Because Sam straps his own ankles and shins, and he also wears those things on his glasses where they attach to the back of his head. So Sam's running the marathon this year in footy boots as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've heard. With his ankles strapped, Sam. If someone hits Sam's glasses on the field, he gets a free kick automatically. <laughs> We should play a game with Sammy. Oh, Sammy's. goodness gracious. Right, let's do a recap. Um, yeah, is this where yeah. we just talk about people who... Yeah, recap. Okay. Joro, can we... I think this is people who just message us that want to know okay. some stuff. Okay, Joro, can we get a scheduled timeline for when the podcast will be good again? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> Joro, that boat sailed a long time ago, my friend. It hasn't been good yeah. for a long time. Season two. <laughs> so, yeah, go back to the start. I don't know if it could be good again, but I will say, when are we going to get back to rescheduled timeline for the podcast? Obviously, you're back next week, and I am actually away next week, funnily mm-hmm. enough. But after that, we will be back. True, we will be back. I might even just go. Two episodes a week. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we're going to be, we might even have some um, potentially, hopefully, like 17 sponsors an episode. <laughs> I might just go and do one out next week and just do a journalist special on the landscape of where I see things, yeah. just to see if any sponsors would love yeah. getting on top of that. Hey, right, let's move on to the round review yep. then. Sydney versus Carlton. Dan, thoughts? What, what are you, uh, what are you thinking on, about the game on the weekend? We've, um, we've spoken about these nuff-nuffs enough, yeah. these Carlton footy club. They know that they're not in the place that they want to be. We know that the boys listen to us. They listen to the podcast and they take what we say. Pretty serious. So disappointing. Yes, everyone said it, but Sydney are they're gonna be good for a long time, old Sydney Swans. The lizard. Oh, they are. There's a lot of um How good was he? Mate, there's a lot of you in the lizard. I can imagine you just running off half back in the needle, but the skill just wasn't there. Very similar. Yeah. It's the same intention, <laughs> same intention that the, the lizard has. It's just that like wrap the ball under the arm and just make it up as you go. go Only ahead. thing was I don't have a creative bone in my body. So yeah. it was more just just, you know. Bless them with pace and just yes. run off. And then the awesome thing was, you, then you've got like a few gun key forwards like uh, Luke Mitchell and Big Matty Watson hidden up at the footy in the two. So that's what you want. Yeah, and just sm- and just hitting their shins place out was awesome. And then when I'd hit them on my shin, I'd be like, "Boys, fucking hell, get there." <laughs> Lead faster. Hawthorne, I didn't watch this game. I'm assuming you did. Hawthorne ran over the Saints. Hey, just on the Carlton, just on the Carlton oh, Sydney game. Yeah, we're going back again. <laughs> what do you make of the of the dust up in the rooms after the game? The dust up? The, did you hear about that? No, I haven't heard about that. Oh, so this would be good content for you. There was a dust up with the board. So one of the one of the uh what are they called? One of the board members. Board members, that's yeah. it. One of the board members has come in and he's he said, oh, I'm not happy, Luke says, and they've had a bit of an altercation in the rooms so and then he's been sacked off the board the next day. Wow, that is actually genuinely news to me. That's unreal. That's something I'd do yeah. and lose my job just in the heat of a moment. That yeah. is crazy. I don't hate that. I think it was Diesel. Mate, at least someone bloody – it was Diesel. Diesel's gone nuts. No, Diesel's lost Diesel. the plot. It wasn't Diesel. Um, yeah, look, board members are funny things, aren't they? Because really – what does a board member do? They just give advice and then someone else makes a decision. Like, I could be a board member. We could be board members, really. Like, no one really cares what we have to say. But, yeah, I'm still worried about Caro's arrow. That one really hurt. The Caro's arrow, that hit Cripper in the Achilles. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I've done four Achilles injuries, and I know that when you get hit there, it fucking hurts. I've also done an Achilles injury. You have. I've also done So that. imagine an um, arrow in there. Yes, yes. It's uh, Cripper did a good little post and uh, and said he wasn't happy. I think they've retracted a statement as well on the Twitter about them reporting that the boys were in the hotel when they obviously weren't. But mm-hmm. just on the board after game, did you ever think after a game as a player like, oh, I just want to go out there and impress impress the board members today? <laughs> Was that ever crossed your mind when you were <laughs> when you were running around? I, did. I used to think like, okay, I've got mum and dad yeah. tickets. Can't wait to obviously have three touches in front of dad. Yeah. Come from Adelaide. Just hope the. I hope the board members are proud. <laughs> and fingers crossed the whole board is here because I'm going to show them that I deserve another one-year contract. No, I never did miss that. Miss that uh, opportunity to impress them, <laughs> unfortunately. We love you guys. Hawthorne ran over the Saints if you didn't see it. Kaczynski, not not uh, not bloody Kaczynski from the Saints. Kaczynski from the Hawks. Uh, kicked a big goal and Bruce marked it and got booed. Bad sportsmanship from St. Kilda. We don't know what the bloody hell is wrong with St. Kilda at the moment. Firstly, you're not going that well. Secondly, don't boo Luke Bruce. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's getting to a point where it's actually I'll throw off myself if I hear the fans boo Bruce again. He's done nothing but being a premiership player. He's been a loyal player to that footy club, and now we've got opposition fans going to the game specifically to boo him. I even hear it at home games. So I don't know if what's happening at Hawthorne. If you're a Hawthorne fan, why are you going to boo such a loyal member yeah. of the footy club? Good win, Sam Mitchell. Caro, obviously, apologise. Right, I'm well. right, mate. I'll, I'll fucking um, spew if I hear that again. I'll vomit on myself. Yeah, Melbourne got done. Yeah, they got done, Melbourne. You watched that? Yeah. Oh, you watching a lot of footy? Yeah, Melbourne got done by the Dockers, man. Old Luke Jackson. Luke, he had a, I Luke Jackson, the best one against his old team. Footy live, and I checked the stats. Um, Brayshaw and Sarong are very good in the mid-combo. They were, and you're not reading that off the run sheet at all. That's from your own observation. Yeah, look, didn't uh, watch it, obviously. Yep. was down the street working out how to get me on shoulders, but uh, I'm sure Luke Jackson, he got best against his old team, I see here. So thank you, Sam, for putting that in. Oh, your boys went down to yes. Kidinia Park against your boys. Huge game for the Giants. Now, I uh, actually played a game for the Giants. I played two games for the Giants, but one of the games I played a day... Sorry, I don't know why I found that funny. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's it's not funny. Played two games for the Giants, and at my first game, I actually debuted against the Cats at Cardinia Mm. Park at the GMHBA Stadium. I think we got beat by about 87 points, um, and I got dropped. Mm. I was the only player to get dropped after that game. Yep. Funnily enough. Squeezed you out. Is that when you were leading in front of Jeremy? No, that was (laughs) in the next game I got dropped for having too much... Uh, next game, the excuses for me getting dropped was I was too much of a focal point going inside yep. 50 and they, they couldn't have Jeremy Cameron, you know, them not kicking the ball to Jeremy Cameron. I kicked two goals, but it, Leon's exact words were the boys were getting distracted going inside 50 and we need them to kick the ball to Jeremy Cameron. Well, how about Jeremy Cameron just f-ing leads harder at the footy? Okay. Like, what's my problem that I'm just hitting up at the ball? I'm hitting up at the leg too much. Like, like I kicked two, Leon. Blessing and a curse to be able to lead with absolute intensity, isn't it? Just over and over again. Like, what's the what's the problem with me leading at intensity at the pill? Yeah, for, oh, you're dragging your defender in front Has of Jezza. Ever, Don't care. I'm going with intensity. Has anyone ever died from leading too hard at the ball? <laughs> no. That's very good by uh, you. Anyway, I got dropped and never played again. Uh, anyway, back to where we were. I don't even know West where Coast. it was, but I think I was playing against the Giants. Oh, that's it. Yes. No, it wasn't West Coast. Never played again after that. Played up there. Got beat by 87 it's points. So what? My debut on the weekend, they have Toby's 200th game. Cool? They win. So you're saying to me, Giants, Toby's 200th is more important than my debut. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm glad you haven't held on to this and you're not going to deviate from the Giants just beating Geelong in a 200th game of Toby's and trying to make it all about you. I'm glad that you've let that go. You're, yep. you're happy that Toby obviously plays 200th and the Giants won. Yeah, they, they did. I've actually got a funny story, okay. actually. So on the weekend, I had my brother-in-law's 30th. It was down at a uh, at a house and... <coughs> We were having some fun times. Mm. And the theme for the 30th was 1993 Melbourne Cup. I remember that one. Which is really fun. So, yeah, so, he, you know, he was born in 1993, so he got dressed up as a 1993 Melbourne Cup. Old suits alike. Anyway, this part has nothing to do with the story. But it was on a Saturday night when the game was on Geelong and Giants. Otherwise, I would have been there, obviously, to support mm. uh, the boys down at Geelong. And... Just the funny story at the party was, there's my mate there. Now, do you remember a while ago I told you the story? Do you remember the guy that I was telling you a story about a long time ago, how I had the seven iron and I threw it and it hit him in the yes, shin? Yes, I could forget, yes. Yes, yeah, so that was my brother-in-law. That was my brother-in-law's brother-in-law. And ever since that moment, as you can understand, he doesn't really like me anymore from that moment. Okay, so there's a bit of hostility when you get there, mix in a bit of alcohol, he's not happy. And then we get to the time where... 
we're doing a running race and we're doing a bit of a, like a horse race. And anyway, um, there's already some banter going back and forth. He wants to beat me. He wants to trip me because obviously I, you know, nearly fractured his uh, fibula <laughs> with my seven iron all those years ago. We haven't seen each other since. Anyway, it's getting pretty heated and there's a few beers being had. Anyway, we get to the running race. And we line up at the running race. As you remember, I'm very quick you are again. Very. very quick. Almost too quick for my own good because the decision-making off the halfback flank, when you're running that quick, <laughs> it's very hard to make a decision. And you often hit your shin with the ball. True. Anyway, again, this has nothing to do with the story. But we're racing. We're off. Poor Craig, his name is. So um, he's already disadvantaged in life. His name's Craig. He's behind me. He's trying that hard to catch me, to trip me up. That he overstrides and tears the fuck out of his hamstring. Like, I'm talking like, damn, like, bad hamstring. Like, I, I turn around to look for him. I see him on the ground. He's slapping the ground like this on the ground. It looks like a player, like, looks like, you know when Ben Cousins did his hammy when he came back for Richmond and he's, like, on the ground just, like, slapping his hammy on the ground? I'm talking three to four week, grade four hamstring. He had to get picked up. We had to take him inside. An hour later, he resurfaced. He's in, like, a tracksuit, comes out, and he had to sit down for the rest of the party and just, like, so, like, when we'd move over, we played a bit of, um, you know, a few drinking games later on. He, he just couldn't even enjoy the night, poor Craig. So, a big shout-out to him. Hope you're listening, Craig. And, uh, yeah, hope the hammy re- re- recovers in about seven to eight weeks. That is unbelievable. That is great. Oh, that's that's probably one of your best stories, actually. Thanks, well done, Poor Craig. Um, and then, yeah, watch the Giants, <laughs> so Giants game on TV. So, that's how that that's how that story comes so, back so into that. What, in a long way of saying you're pretty happy the Giants beat Geelong. Yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, yeah. yeah, we got there. West Coast got done by Essendon. They're getting done by everyone to really care about this game. No. no. They should maybe just have a run in the waffle for a bit, the old Eagles. Richmond <laughs> yep. got done by Port. I saw the score update. Obviously, do have a time zone difference for that, so I didn't watch that one. Zach Butters, is he winning the Brown or something? Yes, I would know. I spoke to him. I speak to him fairly often because he's one of my mm. mates, actually. Yeah. Zach Butters. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my mates been on the podcast and stuff. Yep. So is he winning the Brownlow? Yeah, he could be. It's possible. Mm. It's possible. Um, so, yeah. He's a good player. A good player. Very good player. Yeah, for a, for long, a long time. time. Collingwood just keep doing what they're doing best, I think. They beat North by 35. Only by 35. Sam yeah. and I messaged actually before this game, and he said that the line at nine goals was an insult. And well done, Sam. You kicked seven, and you were right about this as well. It was an insult. So we apologize to North Melbourne, but not their fans because they're aggressive, as we know. Jaden Stevenson coming up against his old oh, mob. Oh, they would have definitely booed him. That's weird, though, because Bruce yeah, wasn't at the ground. Uh, also, also has joined the uh, podcast game I've seen, Jaden Jade Speaks him and him and Jado is it Jado speaks is that a different one that I've seen Jado and the ducks bull. truths the, oh, the, don't the get king the goes don't start on the duck the, the king goes bang I'm Wayne don't Carey don't you Wayne oh it's time for my Dan. truth <laughs> don't Dan. no 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 we don't want to go the there king and I want to talk um. <laughs> I'm Wayne Carey. Respect me when I say this about North Melbourne and the other men. I actually am very similar to Wayne Carey. Now, think about it. We have the same content. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't have so. <laughs> Wayne and I are making waves over here in Italy. Actually, true. You're both, you're both just really bringing oh, down the uh, traditional media. fucking idiots, aren't we? It's getting damaging for me to be aligned with your, um, no. with your, no. your media. Just so you know, if... if 
if you ever get cancer, I'm going to say he's been on a downward spiral for a long time, and I've just been, I've just. <laughs> I've just been continuing the show. I've just been continuing the show to try and support him through the hard times. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's and that's it's, the conversation it, yeah, you had on the uh, flight to uh, Cobham Estate as well. So thanks for just having my back all the time. Yeah. I know you definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I did. They said Dan's this, Dan's that. I said Dan's a good guy. It's all right? misunderstood. He's going through some things. He's going through some things. Yeah, he's got a couple businesses that he's building at the moment, and we just need support to support him. Respect Do him. we get any free yep. oil out of that? We did, yeah. We got some free oil. Hey, by the way, remember our friend Charlie from Cobram Estate? Yes. We're going to, I think that they want to jump on the payroll, to be honest. I think they're keen to do some stuff. Come with on us. board because that's um, exactly what I've been trying to find over here. I've been trying to find uh, L'Oreal. Get, get the slide, get the slide, oil it up, and let's slide that's on it. it. Let's body slam ourselves on some oil. Adelaide beat the Lions. Rochelle and Rankin, they are guns. Yeah. They're guns, man. Rankin is the best small forward. Actually, Toby's the best small forward. Rankin's the second best small forward in the league. Yeah, I love Rochelle as well, to be completely honest. I really like mm. him. I like um, the Crows. Victorian, too. Is he? That's uh, bring him home. Yeah, is what I say to all the Vicks that go to the state. Yeah. I say, bring the boy home. Yeah, get him in the big V. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. He wants to play on the <laughs> he G. He wants to play in front of sixty-five thousand for North Melbourne on a Sunday. He doesn't want to be in Adelaide playing finals. Well done. That's the uh, great update from us. That was that <laughs> yeah, was that update. was Wayne's truths. Bob the duck. <laughs> Notes for deal read by Dan. Jared Wright. I just realised Sam's taking his headphones off. He's not laughing at anything and he was giggling a little bit. Are you listening to the show? Oh, you can't hear anything. So I keep looking at him going, that was funny and he's not listening to any of the oh, show. Well. Yes, okay. Guess. Notes for deal read by Dan. Jared Wright, talk us through your headache clinic. Oh, the headache clinic. Obviously, I've been trying to get an appointment there. Do I have to bloody... Oh, yeah. Bloody... Nothing? Who do I have to make out with to get an appointment at my headache <laughs> clinic? Like, honestly, um, I've got a migraine. Help Sorry me. about your headaches. You're giving me a bigger headache trying to get a bookie. Yeah, yeah well, that's a great um, it's a great advertisement for all headache clinics. Uh, Ryan King, Dill needs WD40 in the hips for that golf swing. I'm seeing this a lot. Run us through your recent golf stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing that a lot. Yeah, no, nah, it's getting worse, to be honest. Ryan King mm. had a game today, actually, which was uh, which was really fun. I don't know, Ryan King. I'd love to see you hit a ball, yeah, mate. Yeah, Ryan, you idiot. Jack Challies, why is Dan called Sushi Chest? <laughs> that is an interesting question. It's because well, my understanding is the fact that you used to, no. uh, when you were up living on the Gold Coast, there was up, up there, if anyone lives on the Gold Coast, they've got the sushi trains. <laughs> And one day, the boys walked in and you were there with your host family at the time, who lived in Ka- on Kavalav. They were eating sushi off your <laughs> that chest. That is right. And you were just like laying laying on your back on the sushi train and you were just like, you had sushi on your chest. And everyone's like, that's super That's weird. right. That is, that's, I can't argue that. I was right. They, you know, I went to sushi train in Narang and the boys rolled yep. in and, you know, behold their eyes, I was down uh, back on the train, just spinning around the train around all the customers with a teriyaki with a, yeah, bowl with on a my bit chest. Of, uh, yeah, with salmon nigiri. Mm. So uh, there is truth in that. A brewery. A brewery salmon. Yes, uh, Sagozi salmon. Sonny Breen, Brownie V. God's boxing match with Deal V. Sauce undercard. I mm. saw you and Sosco doing something today. I, I would assume that that bridge you've burnt has been put out. It, look, when you burn a bridge as bad as that, it's never going to take one time. You shouldn't burn bridges. You have to rebuild. It's like, yeah, well, I learned from the best, my friend. Um, yeah, you've got to, uh, it's going to take a while, but there was baby steps today to us rekindling. Okay. So you gave him a putter. Okay. You gave him one of your 60 putters that you have. No, I didn't. Max 
Uh, Max resumes. Max didn't change his last name at all to resumes. Deal, would you breastfeed if you could to help? <laughs> it's so weird. Max is going very well. Um, mm. I appreciate the question. Yep. He's going very well. Eight weeks old and geez, he's giving me some nice little giggles and things. He's a good boy. Very, very good boy. Uh, would I breastfeed? <laughs> no, not, I wouldn't. Jazz does a great yep. job at that. I do use the bottle sometimes when she, you know, expresses some milk and I'll, I'll help out. But I don't know if I'd really want anyone sucking on my No, horse. no. Well, you can't even produce milk, so that'd be a bit weird if someone walked in and I'm on a sushi train and you're breastfeeding. Joel Hunt, what is the most profound thing you've learned as a young father? This is actually a good question. Oh, this actually is a good question, mate. To be honest, there's actually so much cool shit out there that you do mm. learn. I reckon the craziest thing ever that I've learned is the fact that if – the baby, say, needs a certain vitamin or mineral, like, into its body. Mm. The saliva from the baby's mouth goes onto the nipple. That saliva goes into the breast and teaches the breast. It, it communicates to the breast what sort of, like, vitamin and, and mineral it needs to be made. That gets added into the breast milk and then back into the baby. That's actually pretty cool. That's amazing. That's unbelievable. And even also other things, like, if Juz kisses Max, like, on the forehead or on the cheek... The saliva and stuff of the skin does the same thing where it, like, sends back uh, messages into her body to, like, make up immunity and things like that. It's fucking unbelievable, that is wild. Man. It's actually That crazy. is really – I yeah. appreciate that. Maybe we should do a weekly thing that you come back with a profound father thing because that was actually really cool. I will. Thank you. Notes to Dan, mm. read by Dill. Matto Cluppen, any more spots left at your wedding? <laughs> now, have you had any sponsorships? How is the wedding going? Obviously, a big shout out to yes. Anna for her wedding um, and her birthday, obviously. 30 yep. years old. Congratulations mm. to her. That's fantastic. How's the wedding planning going? Uh, and what date was it again? Because I am very no, busy that time of year. will be there, as you've already said. So thank you. I know you have a lot going on, but you'll be there. Yeah, wedding planning is going okay. Very, very... Tough organized to you know it's a tough thing to organize and plan because there's so many moving parts. You know you've got your flowers, you've got your lights, you've got your dietary requirements, you've got so many things that you need to be on top of. So we are we're just surviving. We've got invoices coming out of you know places we didn't think an invoice would come out of. So it's good, and we're still giving yep. away. We're giving away the five spots to my wedding. So stay tuned. By the end of the yep. year, the uh, the five lucky cloggers will be get a table at my wedding. So very happy and uh, honored to give you guys that experience. Experience on my day. <laughs> Love that. Regan Hill, Vossi's obviously been in your ear about the mid-season draft all the um, and all their issues, etc. They don't have many ruckmans at the moment. Obviously, our boy Strength Pitonet signed a four-year deal. Huge. That is pretty, that's very impressive for Strength. You, how many – there must have been a lot of interest out there from a lot of other clubs to offer a contract that substantial. No, not really. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, good effort, good effort to get four years. Four years for a ruckman. That's very good at the moment. I mean, Ruckman, we're just, and you say it all the time, we're just like horses back in the day when you Literally had Literally a waste cart. of fucking space. Yeah, well, yep. don't, that's yeah. a, waste a of space. brutal, but not really. So well done, Vossi. I just like to call them, you know what I call you guys? Door frame checkers. Oh. Just to check if the door frame's stable, run at it as hard as you can with your forehead. You do. You've always said that as well. So Vossi and I are talking. You said, <laughs> do you want to come out of retirement? I said, Pfft. You wish, buddy. Not in your wildest dreams, Taylor Swift. So um, not going to come out of time, no. Regan Hill, that we just read. I was just checking. The real Dale Dunn real one. said, you need to realise that jokes aren't funny when you say them for the, the 25th time. Oh, you time. need to realise that your names are fucking the real Dale Dunn, you dickhead. 
Like there was another Dale Dumb that we didn't know exist. Sam Ickowicz, mm. uh, looking for a place in St Kilda. Where is the best place I don't to rent? Know. Now, that's a good question. I don't know. Please don't ask me. Please go to our, our show real estate, her real estate tour, Fraser Lack. He will put you in the right direction. Now, Dan, I actually saw, funny you bring that up, I actually saw Fraser Lack is actually in Italy at the mm-hmm. moment. Did you guys have a joint holiday we together? Are. Fraser and I, he's in the pool right now. He's just uh, looking for some little villas <laughs> to buy and flip and rent. So, um, no, Fraser and I, I do want to see him. I'd love to see him. We we love him. He's a fan of the show. He's part of the furniture. So, um, yet to run into the great man. Love that. Jacko Alexander, has a Toyota trail testing going on the back? Good. Thank you, Jacko. As you know, I'm a member of the Revel Fitness family. I don't like to say clubs because we're family. You know, when I'm in there at 5 a.m., I, I stay till 6 and I actually do a, a round of applause like a guard of honor for the 6 a.m. class. Um, we're a family, man. I'm, I'm doing so many back exercises. They've started filming a new film on my back in mountain places. So it's good that they got the two odors there and a film set on my back as well, just filming some stuff. So it's it's a lot to carry around. You could even look at maybe doing a little vineyard, an Italian vineyard on Actually, your back. Actually, that's funny you say that. I bloody saw a, a winemaker on my back yesterday. I was like, what are you doing there? He's like, oh, great terrain for some vineyards. I said, well, jump on. Dan does mm. wine. Mate, uh, this is a serious <laughs> one and this has been asked a lot of times for the, the audience, but... How's the SBS over there? Have you been able to get a connection to SBS at the moment? Have you spoken to your dad since the last show? Man. What's been the updates with the S- SBS? It's not a uh, on the couch. It's not a GMZ, but I'm telling you, the SBS here is naughty as it's so <laughs> naughty. Like it's like it's would Big Mark Orange. What would he be doing over there if he was in Italy? If we'd be sharing a room, and he'd be checking over my <laughs> shoulder to see if I'm asleep, and then he'd just be. At the just the scenes and the yes, oh. I'm asleep next to like it's awesome. It hit me. It's it's really good stuff here. So I'm kind of I'm missing the great man and the SBS channel. I'll put it that way. So would he be downstairs on the couch? No, no, we'd be sharing a one a same bed. I'd be sleeping. <laughs> I'd be rolled <laughs> over. The old uh, old Mark would be going. That's too like far. You're, you're, <laughs> you just take it way too far, man. Like it's just oh. What is wrong with you, honestly? That was a funny joke, and now you've ruined it. Can't ever use it again. Sorry. Up late with hot dogs. Um, Gullivan, shut up about priority. <laughs> shut up about priority pick. Us intellectuals are actually trying uh, to listen. Shut up, Gullivan, you idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Jake Wilkie, don't ever cheat on your barber. You think your haircuts are bad? Why do you see that OG barber? Okay, that sounded like that was Billy Gowers. I'm sorry. Oh, did you cheat on your OG I barber? I did cheat on Bill Cut. Unfortunately, I uh, was in the city, just wanted really? a cut, and I'm so sorry, Billy. Um, I didn't mean to do that. And if you need a haircut, go see Bill Cut in Port Melbourne. He's very, very good at what he does. Yeah, you, buddy. He's handing out a bag of sausages after the haircuts these days. He's an absolute butcher, that bloke. Whoa. How's your hair going these days? Yeah, no, it's growing lots, especially at the front. So, um, no, it's good. That's good. It's good looking good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, time for a segment you've been waiting for. You've missed out the last couple of weeks. GMZ, play my sting. GMZ, GMZ. Well, well, well. For a couple of weeks off, I come back and I bring the absolute truth. I'm not like these other journalists out there making rumours up just for clickbait or, you know, mongering, as they say. So I have one this week that I've written down here, and it's to do with the Tasmanian Devils. They'll be called the Tasmanian Devils, one. Uh-huh. So there's your first scoop. And the coach will be, it's a two-horse race, Leon Cameron, or Dimmer. 
So that's my GMZ this week. Watch this space on that. That'll be announced soon because they'll have to play in the VFL before they play in the AFL. So that coach will be there for a couple of years prior to actually come to the AFL. I actually, Dan, was thinking they should be going after someone with a bit more experience in this space. Mm. Um, a, a real motorate, motivator of men and should be, you know, knocking on the door of Kevin Sheehan. Oh, Kevin or Rodney Eade. <laughs> I was thinking Kevin. Yes. Because don't you let anyone intimidate you. I agree. Dominate you. Well, well. That is right. They should get, maybe they should get a Kevin as a senior coach and Rodney as the assistant coach and just drain the confidence out of these young Tasmanian men so that they never believe they can beat the teams like your Hawthorns or your Don't you let anyone dominate you. Uh, You know, uh, you guys are missing targets. You guys are terrible young men. So uh, I'm with you, Dill. Maybe they get one of those two. But that's my GMD this week, those coaches. Ah, fantastic. I was thinking Kevin. So uh, we'll see that, where What's that, that lands. It sounds like it's a four-horse race now. Yeah, well, yeah, true. It is a four-horse race. Ah, uh, fantastic. As James, as usual, people who, mm. Danny Boy, people who, we love it to play that sting, Sammy Boy. People who, people who, <laughs> we hate the things that these people do. So, Harvey Hall, people who leave a club after being dropped from the twos <laughs> to the threes. Well, yeah. I mean, opportunities. It's all about opportunities in this, in this caper, as you would know. I would never leave a club based on opportunities. No. I'm loyal. I don't take sign-ons. I bloody, once I'm in a footy club, I'm part of the furniture forever. Um, I actually heard a funny story on the weekend about this being, and I won't name names, we might actually have to see if we can fact-check this and get this person mm. on because I, I think we both do know mm. them. Um, I actually heard it from a someone that we know that we also know this person, but I don't know if the story's fact-checked. But the story was that this one player left a club because the coach of the team that he was playing at refused to put him in the best. <laughs> and each week, you know, this player was walking off the field going, I definitely deserve to be in the best and just never got mm. in the best. Um, so he left the club. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think that's true as well. Very okay. true. We'll have to go and have a, mm. have a listen to that and make sure we get it, uh, right. we get it there. Wasn't that you at Carlton VFL? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they actually asked me to leave, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, MW Rossi, but I wouldn't complain because mm. I think that's absolute mm. horseshit. And you know what it comes down to? Corruption. Yeah. Corruption in coaching mm. circles. Now, we speak about, on a serious note, they talk about, oh, it's so hard to be a coach, so hard to be a coach. What? It's so hard to be fucking corrupt, mm. honestly. Yeah, not like, easy. No wonder they're stressed, mate. They're so corrupt. Yeah. W. Rossi, people who make overpriced putters their entire personality. Wow. Okay. This is very personal. I found like a personal attack. How many putters we got now? Oh, I think about seven. Any newies as I've been gone? No, nah, no newies wow. as yet. No newies. I was saying if you could bring back some Italian-made ones for Yeah, me. Italian power builds. I'll get those for you. Um, Brody, <laughs> Brody Anderson, people who ring up Talkback Radio complaining about one umpiring error three days ago. Yeah, just just shut up. I, I must admit, I actually did tune into some Talkback Radio after the Carlton game on the weekend just to see what was going <laughs> in the airwaves. After that one did go viral around. Um, oh, I must admit, oh, very sad, but also incredible humour. Um, not laughing at the situation, laughing at the hindsight and the, the caller, and maybe they weren't meaning to be funny, but it was very funny when that caller from Carlton did call up and they said, Ashley Hansen said that no one is listening to outside noise. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe you should. That was oh, genuinely man. the best call I've ever heard. And he's it's probably so right. Like, I know Dan does footy. Like We take the piss, we laugh, we go off. Like We ride the highs, we're like, up there, and then we ride the lows, and we we give it out. But you got to be super angry to jump on a, a three RW or whatever it might be. Wait online for your turn, and then launch yourself when you've waited fifteen yeah. minutes. I love it. 
Absolutely love it. Uh, people who say asked oh. rather than asked. Yeah, that's annoying. That is so annoying. That's really annoying. It's, just, it's very noticeable when someone's saying asked. Juz really annoys me when she says <laughs> pud instead of put. I'm like, Juz, there's no D. It's put. Oh. It's not pud. Can you put your putters away? Yeah. yeah wow. um, Bo Scoble. People who go back and take set shots when there's no chance of making the distance. Oh, that Man. is seriously annoying. Love him. Love them both. Um... Um, 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 Jesse Motlop and Jack Sinclair. No, not Jack Sinclair. Um, Missy Higgins, St Kilda. Jack, Jack Higgins. Higgins, notorious for it. Boys, come on, just give it off. Long points. Give it off to just a runner who can make the distance hey. or pull it top of the square. Coach killers. Coach killers, boys. No long points. Yeah. Fucking number one rule. Yeah, put it at the hot spot. Matthew Arcielli. People who tell you when to turn the snags on the canteen barbecue. <laughs> Mate. That's so annoying. It's like, I am in control of these tongs. Piss off. When someone tries to give you advice on cooking, I reckon it's actually seriously frustrating. Yeah, the barbecue's notorious where everyone comes out and they cook a barbecue better than the person cooking it. Have you actually seen my new business that I'm starting, Dan? I didn't want to scare you again with another oh one. Oh my God, what is it? Uh, did you see what happened on the weekend with Dildo's Dildo's cooking? barbecue? Oh my God. No, Dildo's yeah, cooking. eggs. What the fuck happened to your eggs? They were are yummy. You gonna, are you, Very yummy You're going to compete with Christian Petrarca on track cooking, whatever he does. Yeah. yeah I'm going I'm going against Petrarca. He's fucking sold out, mate. He's with Coles and he's with Safeway and, mate, whatever happened to coming back and just going to NQR <laughs> or going to Aldi and just getting whatever's cheap and just cooking some shit eggs. On a Saturday morning hungover, honestly. <laughs> that's what I'm doing and that's why I'm bringing back that culture. It doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to get it on your plate. Good flavours. <laughs> heart, hearty, warm, nice meal on a Saturday uh, morning. You literally cook those eggs like so – they're like rubber. It would have tasted like rubber. No, nah, they're beautiful. I love eggs. I love my eggs very so crispy. So every Sunday, I reckon crispy, you just crispy, give us crispy, a breakfast eggs. update of what you're cooking. Yeah, I will. Thank I you. I will. Dill does cooking. We'd love that. Joshua Montal. People who knock on a, cu- a toilet cubicle door and ask if anyone is in there when it's engaged. <laughs> Fucking, what, what do you think? I fucking go in the cubicle, engage it, climb back under on my stomach just so you can, like, yes, it's engaged, you, you idiot. I am in here shit right now. Hey, anyone in there? Yeah, mate, I'm just fucking standing here sending a text. Sorry, I'll be out soon. What the fuck do you think we're doing, mate? <laughs> we're not just in here for Ben Sagabini. Oh, it's so, so annoying. So funny. So, so annoying. All right, moving on, moving on, my friend. List clogger of the yes. week. Quickly, we'll run through it. Um, I'm going with uh, Josh Newton's suggestion this week. He went with Lockie Schultz from Fremantle, pick 57. This guy's a great story. I actually heard on Backchat podcast that he was a, I think he was a, some form of a tradie playing for Williamstown. They wanted to invite him over to do a fitness test. He said, no, thanks. We're going to Bali with the boys. He still got picked up and he's now he's dominating for the, the Freo Docker. So I love Lockie Schultz. Love that. Yeah, I'm a uh, big fan of that. I'm also, mine this week is going to be Wayne Carey. And the Truth Podcast, a <laughs> podcast that's on the rise. It's not your big hitters. It's not. Dan, that's, <laughs> Dan, you can't. That's my priority pick this week. It's not <laughs> your big podcast like your Dylan Friends or your your SEN talk back with Gary and Tim. It's not one of those. It's a podcast on the rise that's struggling. No, seriously, I pick uh, Paddy Parnell. He's been very good for Adelaide. Very, yes. very good for Adelaide. Uh, Tyler. He has been. Hind brain. Um, actually suggested it for us. So 25 touches in the weekend. Very, very good player. Yeah, we love it. Hey, last but not least, my friend, I want to talk to you a little bit about Priority Pook. Obviously, sting me first. You're now listening to Priority Pick. 
Hey guys, massive shout out to you at Priority Pick. Just want to say how much I love you, how much I appreciate you all, and um, how special you are to me. Because look, while this two weeks has been gone, all I've been thinking about is I just wanted to talk to you guys. I just wanted to just literally get out of here and just say a big shout out to Priority Pick. And um, I'm sorry that Dan left and that it was really hard to no. get going, but leave it to me, guys. I want to come back and I've got some content for you all. So I just want to say I love you guys so much. Awesome. What's, what have you got? You've got nothing, have you? All right, I do. Now, I actually got this one from a good friend of mine, Dan. You might not know him. His name is Gary Lyon. His name is Wayne. We were talking about this on the uh, the private jet that we're heading over to uh, Cobham Estate on when myself, Nick Rewalt, Eric Banner, Dude. and myself, and Brendan Favola, uh, Harry McGuire's goal-kicking <laughs> coach, we were on the um, we were on the way over to Cobham on our private jet, and, and we were just talking turkey. We were just talking yeah. about Eric Banner's movies. Just and lads. Gary Lyon and Tim on SEN and Rui living over in the States mm. and Brendan's goal kicking and my, um, you know, all the things and I've got going on. Done. Um, Dill's, Dill's cooking and things the like that that, was on that the I'm plane. doing and I'm really excited about. And, um, by the way, just a quick story. I think Eric Banner hates me, to be honest. I, I, I fucked up. Oh, you kept doing that joke like, oh, don't turn to the Hulk, Eric. We're on a plane. It's a small plane. Don't turn into the Hulk. Nah, even worse. Like, you know, the worst thing you can do is like when an AFL player's with you. Um, you go up and be like, oh, I'm a massive Blues fan, man. And people just go, oh, no, that straight away is not good. The first thing I went up and did to Eric Banner was I walked up and said, oh, Eric, mate, oh, I love the dry. What a oh, film. No. And straight away he was just like, get the fuck yeah, away from not me. not good. Um, so, not good. Yeah, he, he hates me. But anyway, he was a great guy and it was great going on that private jet with all my good mates. Uh, look forward to doing so that again with, um, with them. <laughs> so my pick is that we were talking about, me and Gary, Gary and we were talking about a few things and he says, Dylan, you know, you got let go too early and all these bits and pieces. I said, yes. He goes, Dylan's cooking's fantastic on Sundays. I said, thank you very much, Gary, but let's get to the point and talk about some content. He said, look, Dylan, I've got one for you. It's called Chimp Empire. Chip, Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire. Okay. Mm. Have you seen it? Uh, it's a four-part docu-series on Netflix. Mm. It is... Dan, it is genuinely unbelievable. It talks about chimpanzees in the Nungogo forest in Uganda. Mm. Um, there's two separate uh, families. Mm. One's the central hub, one's the western group, and they just go to battle against each other. Man, it talks about how um, <laughs> it talks about how they one of them becomes the alpha, and you know all the like the, the cinematography of this thing is fucking incredible. So I think I've sold it really well. I'm going to go before I ruin it, but it is genuinely awesome. Check it out, the Chimp Empire on Thank Netflix. Thank you, mate. I'm actually generally I'm going to not go to Rome today. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch the four seasons of the Chimp Empires. It's just four <laughs> episodes, but yeah, it, I'm sure you'll enjoy Thank you, it, mate. Hey, great recommendation. All right. Great ep. Thank you for everything. Great app, man. And um, oh, the other one before you ruined it was go and have a listen to The Truth by Wayne. Yes, Wayne's on his podcast talking about his career and the media and how he was hard done by. So go and support Wayne Carey, <laughs> the duck, and he's talking about his career and uh, incidents. So he's gone okay, through Dan, in we're going <laughs> Dan, remember you are coming back to Carol's Melbourne. Just, so, that, just so you remember. Around. No, Dan. Stop, stop, stop. All right, see you, mate. Luckily, kick one from 50 last week. And he's missed the start. He's celebrating a point. Jackie Chan returns. Goal.